1: Another edition of the hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants, the most professional podcaster, the pop punk princess, and most importantly, the queen of soft style, million dollar Miranda Morales, your host of the hashtag Miranda Show, which you can find exclusively on. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always use your head. Yes, we are. TheChairShot.com Always use your head. I feel like I had a sixth sense that something was about to happen. And here we are. But we are back. Yes, I say we because I am going Not by Adam Cole, which would be amazing if that would be true, but no, I'm being joined by someone even better. And that is the producer of the hashtag Miranda Show. He is the kingpin of the chairshot.com, the unstoppable one, the king of shit takes. And if you didn't know, he's also a wrestling promoter, the Reverend Greg DeMarco.
0: I have to get these in. Like, we're, we're not doing the next two weeks. And so I got to. Got to get as many of these in as possible.
1: Of course you have to, yes. So we've been you know, on an off and on uh, recording schedule due to lots of life, life obligations. Right? And we'll be life. taking a little bit of a break as we head into the end of the year. No one likes which some is of them why my fault, we're going to be so. focusing on a special topic this year. But of course, yes, Greg just is trigger happy with I the am. buttons. So we're going to be getting, I'm sure, an extra load of button bar action tonight.
0: You will, you will. (laughs) (laughs) I can do it when you want it.
1: Dramatic (laughs) buzzer. Well, I don't know. I just thought (laughs) that was a great buzzer. I don't.
0: I still don't have all the full complement of of sound bites, and there's so many things that I want to get. Maybe with the downtime coming up for the holidays, I can put together some. I probably won't. I'll live my life and have fun. But yeah, as you should,
1: as we all should, over the next few weeks, we all should just have fun and relax
0: enjoy especially because i'm right now i'm enamored with all things swerve like swerve is just so fantastic and everything that he does um so I, I i announce my son's soccer games i'm like the pa announcer and i also do the music during that like we play music after the goals and stuff like that and so the pre-game music i start off like like, like i have some different pre-game things that i that i start off with and as soon as I begin, like you plug in, it's like 40 minutes before the game starts. And so everybody's warming up. And all of a sudden, we're just sitting here and all of a sudden you just. <laughs> and they don't even know what it is. They have no idea what I'm playing. None whatsoever. But it's so catchy. And you need Prince Nana.
1: And
0: that's what I'm going to say. You do need the Prince Nana. <laughs> See, I can do it.
1: Throw
0: a little Daniel Garcia. No. No, Just. So, Just
1: the Daniel Garcia dance moves.
0: I mean, the, the what Nana does, the third, por- the third iteration of his dance kind of is the same. Um, so anyway, th- there's more to that story, believe it or not. So I played it for my daughter and I showed it to her because of Nana's dance. And she thinks not as hilarious. She doesn't know who the hell any of these people are. Like she knows John <laughs> Cena, and that's it in the world of wrestling. So, because all the kids know John Cena, like that's true. He's he's an icon never- to, these, to the young the young the youngins. Um, but when I pick her up from dance, which is our Monday ritual, we we listen to certain music on the way home. We have a playlist, and she had a song she wanted to add and and we're we're big fans of Ludacris in the car so um Ooh. she found this other song she wanted to add she goes yeah can you add this song and she goes and can you add swerve
1: ah
0: so swerve is now that's
1: over appeal
0: so so that's so so swerve is now a part of the car playlist that we do that's how that you know do. you made it right so there you go congratulations swerve you made it to the daughter's playlist. She doesn't know who that you're a pro. She knows you're a pro wrestler because she saw the video of the full gear entrance that went viral with Nana and the dancers and all that. But, um, mm. but that's it. She doesn't give a lick about who he is as a pro wrestler. She just, I don't think she knows he's in the song like, like that, that he's one of the people rapping in the song, but yeah, it's good shit, but it's, shit. it's, yeah, there's a great interview out there. If you haven't started out where, with, with Swerve and Chris Van Vliet, where he talks about, Nana and his role and how all that just kind of was happenstance. And I guess there's a moment that I didn't see in one of the matches where Swerve's like all hurt and the referee's checking on him. And Nana goes like flying by to his little dance to like distract people. Yeah. As an old school fan of Ring of Honor, when Nana was like part of it as a manager with the embassy and everything, like it just makes me so happy to know that he finally made it. And it yeah. just took a silly dance. Wrestling's so weird, man. Wrestling is,
1: is, is, yeah, sometimes it's the strangest thing, you know? It is. It reminds me, too, of of Akira Tozawa right now Uh being over Mm -hmm. with. (laughs) It's almost the same dance. Yeah.
0: The one thing I do love is the fact that Swerve had this song made separately from wrestling, so when he invariably shows back up in WWE, he keeps the song. That's a thing now. You you take the songs with you. And you know if he were to come back to W this is the, why do I think of these things. If he comes back to WWE, I bet his name is just the word Swerve. just Swerve, point. yep. He's not going to be Isaiah Swerve Scott, but they're not going to go back to Strickland either. He'll probably show up and just be called Swerve. Cuz what else do you need? Like stop yeah, overcomplicating. Yeah. There's there's a fun another funny anecdote that then, then I'll, you know, let you put the train back on the tracks. Oh, uh, there was somebody on social media at some point, I think it was on Twitter, who made this tweet and it was like it was it was when Lola Vice was winning the the breakout tournament. Oh yeah. They were like, so let me make sure I get this straight. She has a fat ass and does MMA. And all of us were like, Don't overcomplicate things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What 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 more do you need? Like,
1: yeah. like WWE stop. Is still WWE. And then like, they're
0: like, Oh, this is horrible. And I'm like, Do you remember why people like Nikita Lyons? It ain't because she could wrestle. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't exactly. really that good. Like, Lola Vice is probably already better than Nikita Lyons. So like, like, just don't, 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 don't try to make it what it isn't. Like, just don't overcomplicate things. Like some things, just keep it simple and let it be. Yeah. And that's what that is. You can have your show back now.
1: <laughs> well, you know, we're talking about
0: the chair shot.com. Always use your head. I had to, but I'm done. Yeah. I had to, I had to. uh,
1: for today's show, we are gonna be covering uh twenty twenty three and that means too we're gonna to be doing a list, yes, the infamous list format in which Greg and I are each going to be picking three things from twenty twenty three in the world of pro wrestling uh and then we will organize it and rank them um as so what are as we doing this
0: say, list, say say it again, we're doing what the list. You
1: just made the list.
0: She was bad producer earlier. So I had to make you re 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 (laughs) say it.
1: You just Uh, made the list. And you know, I'm, I'm letting things be very open ended. So this could be best things, worst things, matches moments, you know, in the ring, out the ring, whatever we want, just pro wrestling in the world. uh, That is in the great year of 2023. That is what we're going to be talking about. And that's how it
0: community. should be, by the way. Like, no. it's how it should be. It should be very open-ended because wrestling doesn't fit into any one bucket or it shouldn't no. fit. I mean, people you try to do
1: categorical but... things, which a lot of people if you've already seen have that. You have the best matches. You have the best moments. You have the most dramatic moments. You have the most watch moments. All of that. We're just going to wrap all of that together and say, fuck it. We're going to just do whatever we want. So we're doing... The whole gambit of pro wrestling in 2023,
0: which is a lot of shit. Like, like to get which it down like to six, six. there's going to be, listen, if you're listening right now, and I know you are, don't get mad at us when we leave your thing off because we're going to be leaving everybody's things off because there's only six that we can put on, here, there's which only is three six. for each of us.
1: And again, you may have yours, but then too, we're not categorizing anything. So we're not saying the best, the most, the worst, the, right. you know, we're not just doing one thing. We're doing all the things today. So make sure you stay tuned to this week's episode because we're going to be doing all the things on our 2023 list. Yeah, we are. But before we get to that, though, it's that holiday season time. Hey, you may be trying to get some last minute gifts. You might. You might. And a good place to do that. Where is is this little website, which I would love to tell you about, Greg, but I'm going to need you to do me a favor. Go ahead and wind it up. It's time. Yes, it's indeed time for you to go to pro forward slash the chair shot to pick up your very own IZW, that is Impact Zone Wrestling, and the ChairShot.com. T-shirts. Yes, this is a wonderful time of year to go pick up your T-shirts at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. There, you're going to find a ton of great designs in support of IZW as well as thechairshot.com. So you get not only one but two cool organizations that you can support. You're going to find a ton of great, awesome. T-shirt designs where you can customize in different colors, as well as different what styles. Yes, meaning you can get any T-shirt style in soft style. So go ahead, look good, and feel good when you order your T-shirts from prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the cheer shot. While you're at it, why don't you go pick up a few of our favorites, like the Everybody Hates Greg T-shirt and the Queen of Soft Style t shirt at com forward slash the chair shot and of course everything in between some og chair shot logos multiple izw logos the always use your head logos and even all the niche shirts there at com forward slash the chair shot so what are you waiting for go ahead do it now while supplies last and there's lots of supplies because they that's what they do but you still want to do that? They, they put them
0: on demand, the so there's really no supply issues.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, but sh- they don't know that. So let's just let's just you know kayfabe. My level, bad. Kayfabe. Go to prowrestlingtease. dot com forward slash the chair shot. That is prowrestlingtees.com dot forward slash the chair shot. We've made it to this portion of the show where we are going to be starting our list of pro wrestling in 2023. Greg, if you wouldn't mind doing the honors and explaining to our lovely listeners, what are the rules of the list? What format are we going to be following to compile said
0: list? I guess I should since I invented it someday. Or I probably stole it from somewhere and don't even remember. I did, I doubt I invented it.
1: That's fine. Um, right. It doesn't matter if you it stole it. So, so
0: there's six items that make the list, and we all we tell them all, congratulations. All right, gentlemen. Wait, there we go. You just made the list. And in doing so, we have to first compile the list. So we have to put six items on the list. And so we will take turns. It's Miranda's list, so I will go first. We will alternate putting our six things on the list, then we'll go to commercial, then we'll come back from commercial, and we will take turns once again putting them in order from one through six. Miranda will go first. She will determine what's number one. I'll go second, all the way through to number six. We don't have to pick our own. We could pick the other person. It's totally fine. doesn't matter. We're just making a list. It's not a best of list. It's not a worst of list. It's just a list. We could do this again tomorrow and have a different list. We could do it again next week and have a different list. It's 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 on Tuesday, December 19th. This is what we're putting on the list.
1: And that's what we're doing. So we are going to get started with our list of 2023. So because I came up with the topic, Greg gets to pick first.
0: So I am going to go with an obvious one and one of the biggest ones as well. Um, because love him or hate him, you couldn't get through 2023 without him. So I am putting on on your big the 2023 big list the moment that many thought we would never see, but then when it came, we all figured we were going to see it. CM Punk returns to WWE.
1: Yes. I have just that being everybody's list. Because and you're right it's, it's, we never thought we would it, see it. We never thought we would see it, but we also knew it was going to happen.
0: Yeah, we, we hit that point. By the time Survivor Series rolled around, it would have been a bigger surprise if he didn't show up. So
1: and I think that's that's fair, you know, from someone who spent almost, what, a clear decade
0: mm-hmm. talking
1: shit about WWE to coming back and saying, I'm home. I've been wanting to say this because, and I don't mean this, I don't have any ill will or anything, but just that whole promo when him coming back, and I've seen a few people post about this more in a joking way, but if you're a girl, and you we've heard this speech before, let me tell you what, <laughs> uh, we've heard the speech of, I, you know, essentially saying, Oh baby, I'm sorry. I left, you know, this is home, you know, all that. I was in a bad place. Like I got a little triggered to being like, where have I heard this before? Oh yeah. That's every guy crawling back to, you know, that good girl that treated him right or whatever. Uh, saying you know he made a mistake so it's funny and, and you it say is. that
0: because on the Greg DeMarco show Pat and I talked about this Patrick O'Dowd and myself and and I posed the question to him because it, it to me and I don't have the same perspective that you do to me CM Punk back in WWE and the way he's been so far and him claiming I've changed and all that for me it well. seems to pass it seems to pass the eye test is, is
1: I me. believe that. I, I believe that he's changed. Some of it I think is he's forced to because now he's under right. this, you know, structure where he, he has. And I, I'm not saying there's people who, who don't change. It's just hilarious that as a female, we've heard, I've changed, baby. I've changed. <laughs> and I have not thought that that was going to I talk about putting that on my bingo card. Not only did I not expect that on my bingo card, I did not expect hearing a CM Punk promo about baby. I've changed to the point where I'm like, <laughs> huh, where did I hear this before? Oh yes. Every woman has heard of this in some capacity. That's pretty funny.
0: That is pretty hilarious. Um, because we, we obviously had a very different take on it on the program, but that, that's a good, a good way of looking at it. And I, honestly, like this is all he's got. I mean, if he wants oh, yeah, to leave yeah, a footprint exactly. in pro wrestling, he, he's, this is the only, this is the only this chance. Is
1: it. This is it. So you literally cannot fuck it up. But again, too, the infrastructure, there's so many things that are different about this that I do believe that, you know, he's going to play by their rules and their structure. And, and, and they're also going to leverage, you know, his notoriety. Like, controversy creates cash, and, mm-hmm. and business is business. So... You know, it's, it's a beautiful marriage of opportunity and, and, and momentum. So, Hey, yeah. you know, like I said, I don't have any ill will. It just, and I, and I think this is actually, you know, kind of the right move for both companies or both parties involved. But I had, to have to admit that first promo was a little, a little triggering when he's like, I've changed. Like, it's funny mm-hmm. you say that
0: because there was a really funny thing going around social media because, you know, he spent a good portion of last week down in NXT he was at Deadline, and then he went down there to training, whatever. And all these pictures were posted. And in every single picture that was posted, it's only him with women. There's not a single <laughs> picture of him in, like, Braun Breaker, but there's seven with him in Cora Jade. So it's very interesting that that, that we're in this position now, uh, given his past reputation in WWE. And, of course, he's now married and AJ Lee and all that, but it's like, why is every picture of CM Punk with one of the women in NXT? Where Where's the picture with Ilya Dragunov? Like, what's going on here? So why don't we have a picture with Carmelo Hayes? So so it's pretty funny in that in that regard, but I will say this, the, the whole I've changed maturity thing, looking back, a lot of things went wrong in AEW, right? A lot mm-hmm. of things went wrong in AEW. I, and I think there's a lot of people to blame. I think folks like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are to blame for causing it, and Punk is to blame for how he responded to it. Right. Um, I don't think he caused it, but I think he responded equally at fault. There's just... just the elites at fault, CM Punk's at fault, Tony Khan's at fault. Like, they're all at fault. Tony Khan's at fault for having such an operation that would allow this to happen because it never would have even gotten to that point in WWE. No,
1: and it won't. It won't. No. You know?
0: And that's it's- why t- people like the Young Bucks who refuse to talk to Punk afterwards and wouldn't even show up for the meeting to mend the fences, they'll never make it in WWE because they couldn't be professionals and, and, mm-hmm. and take something like that and make money off of it, which, which will happen in, in WWE. Um I did love his promo when he was just like, you know, people want to see him and Kevin Owens and he just doesn't think he can be somewhere where people just randomly punch people in the face backstage. Uh, You just don't do that in twenty twenty three. Don't do that.
1: It's twenty twenty three.
0: I it's and people thought he was making fun of AEW with that. I thought he's making fun of himself, to be perfectly honest. I think it's a
1: little bit of everything, you know. I think he's making fun of the situation, of himself, of
0: you know I do think it's funny that there's reports that he wants to eventually run NXT. Uh, which is interesting because Cody reportedly also wants to run NXT. Cody thirty eight, Punk forty three. They probably could both get a run in NXT because undoubtedly Triple H will eventually pluck in, you know, HBK from NXT and, and have him be in WWE. I'm just trying to use as many acronyms as I can here. And then CMP will run NXT, and then ev- and then eventually, you know, ANCR will also run NXT. So, yeah. It's, it's all good, but there we go. CM Punk returns to WWE. Now it's your turn.
1: My turn. All right. Mine is, uh, you know, you may find this kind of predictable, but one thing I think it, it really did change to the trajectory of, of premium live events throughout the, the year is WWE backlash in Puerto Rico. Um, that whole premium live event was one of the most electric crowds in all of pro wrestling. And, uh of course, it's near and dear to my heart being Puerto Rican, but it was also one of the most well-received pay-per-views of the year. And, you know, storyline-wise, match-wise, I mean, to have the moments that you had for Bad Bunny, Damian Priest, Selena Vega... I mean, it, it just was, I, I do not know a person that didn't watch that and was not wowed by the environment in the crowd and got people so hyped. And it was exciting to be a wrestling fan watching it. And also to see the trajectory of WWE now going into more international audiences. You're not going to find a audiences hot as Puerto Rico, but to see the success that they had with backlash and now that they're really branching out more internationally I think is great and if it wasn't for the success of, of backlash in so many ways I don't think other international audiences and I use international loosely uh because Rico's not technically international but the fact but, you know, but a lot of
0: people think it is so
1: <laughs> But a lot of people think it is and in the context I could understand it but in general um, just that, that entire show, the crowd, the event was just electric. And it was one of the proudest moments I've ever had as a wrestling fan. Puerto Rican it just melded together so many things that I love. And it was such a big success and coup for Puerto Rico. I do really hope Puerto Rico does get at least a Raw or SmackDown again in the future. You know, premium live event at this time doesn't look like it's in the cards i know um, for some time
0: which it should be maybe
1: something will happen in the fall
0: they did do that whole you know fast lane in indie and and extreme rules and all so they could get one of those later in the year
1: they may get Uh, the later in the year but even just a raw or smackdown come on you know that that would be a perfect crowd for that so um and i think again just this the audience a lot of people not being familiar with puerto rican audiences and seeing how electric that crowd was, both for SmackDown and for Backlash, I, that's a lot of people have said, have more shows in Puerto Rico because mm-hmm. of the excitement there made you at home excited to watch. And that's something that even now has been a big critique, even with WWE having, um, you know, as crowds big as they were. When you look back at the 90s and the 2000s with crowd interaction and reactions, they just haven't been the same. Um, yeah. and Puerto Rico just put it in a whole new stratosphere so i I just think it's it's a near a a a moment or an event or whatnot near and dear to my heart, but I also think fiscally i think um you know promotion wise it did so so well, and I just was so happy. For that. And it also, I think, makes people look at backlash as an event in a different light.
0: And they did a great job with many of those events this year. The thing about these international, quote unquote, international events, is that many of them, the, the, the local you know, authority, the local tourism authority are, are subsidizing the event. And Puerto yes. Rico did as well. Um, And, and it it's, it, they don't just do this with wrestling. They, they do, they do this with other events too. And they do it with the Super Bowl and the final four and all of that. Like it, it makes financial sense for them to do that. I'm firmly after this year's SummerSlam of the belief that SummerSlam is going to be the next to go to the two night thing. Like there were so many things they didn't do with SummerSlam this year because they only had one night. And I do think SummerSlam is going to be a two night event. Imagine, uh, SmackDown Friday, two-night SummerSlam Raw Monday in Puerto Rico. Like, that checks a lot of boxes for me, personally. So, I say, book it, book it Hunter. Book it. Book it, Hunter. All it's right. Legal. I am, God, there's so many things that I want to put on the list. So, I'm going to go with one that I think is a bit of a surprise. Um, and that is and I'm trying to figure out the best way to phrase it because it encompasses a lot of things. One of my favorite things, it's really hard to do anything different in the world of professional wrestling. It's really hard to reinvent anything. It's really hard to, to do something that is unique and new that wasn't there in the past. But her popularity skyrocketed in 2023 and she really did do things the way that nobody has before to the point where no one is ready for me to say this name. Samantha Irvin has become the favorite ring announcer of so many people. And she she says so many people's names in unique ways. There's, there's We're recording this Tuesday, December 19th. I think I said before. There's literally controversy because she didn't say Chelsea Green's name on Raw last night. Yeah, she the didn't way that she say used it in to. the
1: Chelsea Green.
0: And people called her out on Twitter and she responded with, not my call. So that means someone told her she couldn't do that anymore. And whoever did that needs to be fired. Like... That's the best part of Chelsea Green's character. And that's not a knock on Chelsea Green. He was doing a great job. It was the way that Samantha Irvin was Chelsea Green like that fit. Why in the world would you stop that? I don't know. But her uniqueness is something that you just don't really get to see anymore. Most announcers are just carbon copies of people who have done it in the past. And she has made it her own in a way that that now people will copy her, but she's not mm-hmm. copying anybody else. And so uh, Uh, it might be a surprising entry. She's on my list.
1: It's also just something with this change in WWE that things don't seem as micromanaged where she does have that flexibility. You know, that's to me the first instinct is that there's no Vince McMahon in anyone's ear anymore saying, this is what you do, how you do it to be able to have more creative freedom in ring announcing is You know, something that may seem so small, but that's huge in a time when for decades, you know, so many things were so micromanaged and now you know, both announcers and commentators and two mm-hmm. have more freedom. And, and I would tack on things too of different insider references, references to other companies, like things that just were not, you could not mention or do before that. Now you can, because you have more of, of the opening for it is big. And I think Samantha Irving is a sign of that. Um, opening and creativity, and fans have just adapted to, you know, just been drawn to it and loved it. And it adds, you know, personality to right. that. And it almost is too kind of a wink to what we see more in the independent scene with people kind of playing more on words and entrances and things like mm-hmm. that. Whereas WWE has been, you know, here's your standard, here's, you know, who you say and how you say it. Now you get a little bit more of that wink, wink, wink nudge, nudge and it adds to the experience so which makes me mad that she
0: didn't do it all right like like who told and and because i know chelsea green didn't tell her to stop because chelsea green used to mouth it as samantha Irvin was saying it so i don't know who told her to stop but i hope the backlash makes it to that person because you made a bad choice you made a bad decision (laughs) you can own it and you can move on from it let her say it like that again um cuz then if it, if it is if they're saying she's getting too popular because of it and my god her husband Zach Ryder like what are we doing like it's just yeah may, maybe i don't know it doesn't seem weird though like i feel like they shouldn't go that direction but who knows
1: it just seems like a little it's ridiculous enough of why not like i i just i just don't it's, it's such a it's a small detail, but a gr- a great one mm-hmm. but to the point where you're like, no, don't do it anymore. Like, What's the-?
0: And she still said The Miz in the way that she says The Miz's name, which mm-hmm. is also unique. So why stop one and, and keep? I don't know. I just yeah. and we'll never know. But yeah. We'll never know. All right.
1: For my next one, this one is kind of obvious. I'm torn between two different moments that happen fairly close together. But this one, I want to say, I think as just the general fan base was impacted by this. Granted, this is something that you called. So this may not surprise you. But okay. um, I know that as you know, someone who's been watching WrestleMania and this story develop, thought, that, you know, especially WrestleMania, you know, goes Hollywood, that you'd have a Hollywood ending. Um, but we didn't. And that's Cody Rhodes losing the main event of WrestleMania. And uh I say you called it because you did. You said he isn't gonna win. It's not gonna happen until further down the line, which it seems like it is. But the whole idea behind this story, you know, about finishing the story and and to be fair, too, you know, Cody Rhodes had been out for the second half of 2022 to come back, you know, for the Rumble to kind of tell the story so quickly, but so passionately. And fans really thought you're going to get the storybook ending. Um, And they didn't. It was really... Also, I think like a great telltale sign of the storytelling that Triple H is doing now, long-term storytelling, weaving things in and out. And I think it was kind of a sign of what to come, but I think it was one of the more emotional moments too, as wrestling fans. Like we kind of feel like we can always predict how things are going to go. And when it didn't go that way, it was, you know, you felt real emotion. And that's really what wwe has been doing now is giving you real emotions um which has felt like a rarity in the past you know decade plus where mm-hmm. you kind of just go through the motions so i i think it was big for cody of course um but as fans to kind of watch that and feel that disappointment and sadness and make you feel something real that in and of itself is truly I think to what the point of of this people were missing. Um but such a big one too. Like it has set the whole trajectory too of like this rest of this year, of Roman story, of other stories weaving in and out, of other challengers, of ultimately like you predict happening it, you know, further down the line. Um and it, it's setting up for something bigger in in the long run. But Um, not getting that instant satisfaction of Cody winning and all of that. And um, I I think it's, it's pretty big.
0: He's not (laughs) winning at 40 either. I, I, I say that and look, if we end up with Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes at 40, Cody's winning. Like they're not going to have him lose two years in a row like that. I would just be wrong. I just really think that they want Roman to break Hogan's record mm-hmm. and that Cody's going to win at 41, which damn might be in London anyway. So like, come on. Um, that would be like fantastic to, for them to do it. Like it could end up being at Wembley in London. Like when they've already said they'll pay money to bring WWE out there and, and you know, AEW be damned. So, um, I I do think yeah I I think we're getting Roman and Randy at WrestleMania I don't know that for sure it could be Roman and Rollins as well um I don't know I, I just I just think there's two I just think they want Roman to break that record is all it is and and that but I do think Cody is eventually the guy to beat Roman just not and everybody who says I'm crazy for saying it won't happen at forty said I was crazy for it not going to happen at thirty nine and I'm like well you said it wouldn't happen at thirty nine well yeah but obviously they can't do it I'm like. What? He's not going to lose two straight WrestleMania main events because he's not going to be in two straight WrestleMania main events. <laughs> he'll be in it at 41, and he'll win it, I believe. He might end up winning the World Heavyweight Championship at this year's WrestleMania from Damian Priest, who's going to cash in at day one and win the title. But you didn't hear that from me. But you did. That's my prediction anyway. I don't I don't know. Um, okay. So, yeah, it was very emotional. It, it was a lot. And um, even if Cody hadn't been out, like, like it just – It just made perfect sense. I honestly think they sandbagged a lot of 2023 with Roman as they kind of did with Rhea Ripley. If you look at her title defenses,
1: kind of right now, yeah, because I
0: think they have plans for both of them to hold through 41. And so I think both of them are going to ramp up a little more next year. Um, I could be totally wrong. Roman might be leaving, might be doing whatever, and he loses at 40. And Like I said, if they book Roman and Cody at 40, pff, he's losing. Like, there's just no... Roman's losing. Yeah. Like, there's just no way they're going to have it go down the same way two years in a row. Um, For me, God, there's so many, and now I have to pick just one to go on... to go on this list. Um, ah, Jesus, what do I want to put as my last item on my list? I... I don't know if this is one that you were going to have on your list. I could see it being one that you were going to have on your list, but I know we all have a million options. So I'm going to put it on the list. I know most of these have been either positive or storyline driven. Um, but for me, it will be more of, of, of a negative or a sad, um, which is the passing of Bray Wyatt, which took place earlier in the year. And, um, and is newsworthy again now, but um, just just to have you know such a brilliant performer, just somebody who never really quote unquote realized their full potential, and and maybe they would have, maybe they wouldn't have, maybe they were just too creative and, and complex to to catch on just yet. But um, maybe their greatest work would have been done outside the ring. Who knows? But for Bray Wyatt to pass away, and, and just the outpouring of support, I don't think any of us knew how beloved the human being was until like people liked him and people like a lot of people, but they love this guy. People like backstage names that people don't even know are backstage names or like, we love that kid. So yeah, it's, it's, it has a profound impact on people. And the reason why I say it's back in the news, of course, it was just recently revealed that, um, he was signed to a legends contract recently and his family were receiving that, which is typically at least like a million dollars a year. So that's good for the, obviously the family and the kids and, and his wife, Jojo and all of that. And it was revealed by, revealed by his dad. So uh, obviously it's real. Um, and somebody replied, you know, that means he'll be in the video games moving forward, which means people can place him in the video game, which caused me to come up with the opinion that I actually shared with, with Patrick on our show. If I am the people putting together the video game, he's on the cover in 2024. Like if I'm putting the video... And I think there's been
1: a lot of speculation that he would be. Yes. He should be. There's been been speculation that that he would be, if not the cover, there would be a cover. Right. um, Dedicated to him. I
0: think he should be the cover. And I think he should be the story mode. And, And I think that... And some people would view it as a money grab, but look, if it is, his family's probably going to get a portion of that. So, um, but it's also, you know, a way to immortalize somebody. I think he goes in the hall of fame this year. Like I think all of it happens and I think it all should. Um, And, and that's kind of the direction that I see they're going to go. And and I believe is going to happen. I don't know. I could find out (laughs) if he's going to be like over the video game, but I'm not going to ask. Um, but I, I think that's the direction they go in, and and I, I'll say this: I think that's the direction they should go in. But him, his passing is something that will will be forever remembered as part of twenty twenty three, um, for the right and wrong reasons. But uh, gone too soon, and and well, something that will will define the year. That's a good one.
1: I uh, we'll go over a few honorable mentions after this because I think we we I'm sure we do have them and. Um, I think it'll be interesting to to mention a few, but my final one, and I was honestly, I was trying to think of some type of AEW topic and mm-hmm. it just didn't quite
0: I have one up. That, that didn't make the list, but we'll save it.
1: I have one that, that didn't make the list because I think this supersedes it in a lot of ways, and that is uh WWE uh being bought uh by TKO. And I just think that kind of talking to a bit about the change of direction company and kind of the other things that I've been talking about, too, um, within WWE, all kind of revolve around this new direction. One, you know, the fact that now the McMahon family is no longer the majority shareholder and this, you know, it's gone into this direction with something that has not happened in our lifetime. And I don't know if we ever expected it, um, but also in the direction that it went with now being under the same umbrella as the UFC. Um, that is kind of a very interesting route compared to a lot of the speculation at one point when entertainment companies were in the running or supposedly in the running to buy it, that it was actually bought in now under combat sports. And so hearing just kind of the changes in evolution and even just the the difference in product and, and all the changes that came about has been one where I think it's been surprisingly positive um, and going in a direction that fans have seemed to enjoy because it's no longer under that um, primary oversight of Vince McMahon um, and that we have a fresh perspective, but also more practical business perspective. And this has allowed for people like triple H to take the reins of, of certain aspects, um, that have really kept the product fresh, but really something that for most of our lives had been under the management, um, and ownership of Vincent Mann and the McMahon family. And now going in a completely direct, you know, different direction with TKO, um, is a, a sign of WWE going into the future, you know, ensuring that this company will exist. I don't know, forever, like truly, you know, then now forever, like now truly feels like that because of, of this new change in direction and ownership.
0: You know, it's funny. Cause I, I haven't heard that phrase yet, that this disinsures a company could exist forever. It also opens a possibility that it couldn't, like, I would think sure. under the McMahons, they would make sure it never died, but say, Business goes so far south that TKO just has to stop. You know, like like they'd be more likely to to put an end to it than oh, McMahon would, because it was their family business. And and I don't think it that'll happen ever in our lifetimes unless the world goes to shit. But we just let that, that happen three years ago and we're all still here. So um yeah. but yeah, I think it's very interesting and and it is a huge part of it. What's really interesting is is that might also end up being on the big list of 2024 because all the tv contracts that are coming up um you know especially with the possibility of warner brothers picking up broad and what does that mean for AEW? where do they go because they would go somewhere they deliver ratings especially on wednesdays they're still like a top five program every single week on wednesdays it's not like nobody would pick them up um the contracts now like it was reported that Dominic Mysterio not only signed a deal, but signed a five-year deal. They weren't doing five-year deals. So now are we we getting into the five-year deal territory? That's huge because that means that like, say Dominic Mysterio's deal is five years. Say Seth Rollins signs a five-year contract, right? That means before Seth Rollins' contract ends, someone like Edge's deal in AEW could end and they could be back. And Mm -hmm. finishing their career in WWE. Like, there's just so many, like, like five year deals aren't really happening right now. And all of a sudden now they are. So that's going to change the landscape of the business. All the TV stuff, like, Raw might end up on streaming. Who knows? Which some people think is bad and some people think is great. To me, if it's good enough for the NFL, it's why isn't it good enough for WWE? So um, I could see Raw being on Amazon Prime. Like, there's just a lot of things that could happen. Like, this is, it, it needed to be on the list. You're right, because it literally changes the course of history. And how often do we see something? We see things every year that we think change the course of history, but this is actually something that will change the course of history. Already yeah. has and will continue to do so for the next – hopefully the business continues to thrive and that this is something that changes the business for the next 20 plus years okay. in, in my opinion.
1: Well, let's real quick do some honorable mentions before we go on break, Greg. You mentioned that you have uh, I'm just gonna speak from
0: kids. experience and, and show timing. We should do the break first. Because putting the list in or order what? doesn't really take all that long. So yeah, you want to do the break first.
1: Okay. Well then that's what producing is for. So, Greg, let's go ahead and pay some bills. Hey,
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShop.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShop.com. You just made the list!
1: And we are back. Uh, There was a little feedback in my... Oh, there it is. Uh, So we are back uh, on the hashtag Miranda Show. Miranda Morales, Greg DeMarco here, and we just wrapped up giving our three choices for our 2023 list, and now we're going to be compiling that list in order. But before we do that, we're going to mention some honorable mentions—people who just barely missed out on our list. So. Greg, you mentioned that you had one in particular or two or three.
0: I have uh, plenty. We can alternate. Things. We can do however we want. Um, I do uh, – one thing for me – well, I'll start here. Uh, I'll start with the AEW one. There's actually two AEW ones that I have. But the first AEW one that I have was personal, I guess, and that was going to AEW for the first mm-hmm. time ever, like being and seeing a live dynamite Um even that's crazy because now the, the company itself is in such a different position was when we went to dynamite, it might end up being the highest attended dynamite of the year outside of the grand slam one. Cause they had like 9,000 people there. Now they have like 2,000 people there. Like, it's just crazy to think of what's happened it's- with the attendance for dynamite and seeing it and experiencing it. And, and of course the whole evil uno thing. And, and they did nothing to capitalize on that. He um, could have been there. Mick Foley, if they really wanted him to, uh, as, as he, you know, lost two points of blood working John Moxley, but just experiencing that and seeing the differences and being able to speak to the differences truly between WWE and AEW going there. And then of course seeing raw, um, you know, a few weeks later. So very interesting to see that the other item that I have on 2023 uh, for AEW anyway, is what we talked about earlier. And that is the rise of Swerve and, and what he's become in that company, because I hope to God he doesn't win the fake triple crown and the continental classic thing, because I don't want him to be saddled with that because he should be their next world champion. He won't be, it'll yeah. be Samoa Joe, but he should be the one who takes it off of Samoa Joe because I really do think when AW does this. People get hot and then they don't capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. They have something on their hands with him and they have something really, really good. And they could really further help differentiate themselves, which they need to focus on is differentiation. Not being a better version of WWE, but being completely different being than different, WWE, yeah. and they're not trying that right now, and they need to. And Swerve, I think, would go in that direction and do it because of how good Swerve is doing. Don't do it to prove that WWE fumbled the ball with Swerve. Do it because of what he's capable of doing for your company, not what he didn't do for somebody else's company. And Agreed. and I think that he's right there on the cusp of that. And it's it's you know it's theirs to fuck up and yeah. and. I hate putting it that way, but that's what they've proven can happen.
1: No, and and to your point, so my AEW, uh, one of my AEW um, things of 2023 is in a similar boat, and that's the direction they've taken with Timeless Tony Storm. Um, I think that's also a really good example of someone who's done this 180 that has really catapulted in their own starting from being as part of the outcast. And now in this character, which is a bit ridiculous and over the top, but it's magnetic. It's different. It's fun. It's entertaining. And it's such a good fit. And and I think too, in, in general, some of the things that they've done that are a little bit more silly in AEW that has seemed to work, you know, looking at people like Roderick strong, you know, like, He's a bit silly now, too, but who would have known that Roger Strong had personality after all these years and is most entertaining taking on and off, you know, uh, uh, in, in, a, in a sports entertainment type of uh, mindset. Um, but I, I love the direction they've gone with Timeless Tony Storm. And at first it seemed a little ridiculous with it, um, especially when they broke up the outcast. But I also think this was a great example, too, of not everybody needs to be in a group. You don't always need to have people together. And so just even to the way that they put her promos, um, even when they do, you know, picture in picture with her stuff in black and white, like just those little details add to such a really entertaining character and person. Um, so I kind of a lot of things that you said with Swerve, I've also agree that they've done with Tony Storm
0: yeah i agree i agree fully and the outcast was a stupid thing to begin with like never should have done it um this female version this women's version of the nwo like just not not working for me and that's why i did they really break it up or did it just fizzle like i don't even remember
1: i mean there wasn't like an official breakup breakup i think it's a little bit of both like they ended up breaking up because tony turned kind of her back on them okay um and then uh but I don't really know. I think like things with Ruby and Soraya just also fell apart too. So
0: Right. And I know now little Ruby's little back little and little. she's just doing whatever. But yeah. Yeah. it's just weird. Um, Very, very strange. Very, very strange. Was there another one you had for AEW? I can't remember. Uh, this
1: one, I think this is more of a broad thing. So this okay. encompasses both AEW and WWE. And this is actually more of a concept than a moment. But I would just say... This year is really one of the first years we've truly seen some big company changes, movements. So, people moving from AEW to WWE, WWE to AEW. Um, and these are not just people who were let go, you know, you know, from their WWE contracts, like people intentionally making moves, you know, from one company to another. And when we've talked also about CM Punk, but before CM Punk, you know, Jay Cardgill. You know, Mm -hmm. that was huge for the company seeing, um, Adam Copeland come to AEW, you know, those types of things of people who had pretty lucrative and, you know, solid, uh, reigns or, or presences in those companies and making those switches. I really do think that this is leading into more movements that are going to be happening, you know, over the next few years. And you did kind of mention that too, Mm -hmm. um, with, you know, the the Seth Rollins edge example, but now we're seeing more things being kind of more seriously taken where maybe, I don't know, and some of it may be too TKO being a lot more open to the fact of there are going to be people that they're not going to resign for whatever reason, you know, Adam Copeland being one of them, or they're going to present someone with this deal And it's going to be a take it or leave it. And then, you know, maybe they'll see things, you know, the grass may be green on the other side, as well as they then also may be open to bringing in other people from AEW, not so much worried about, you know, you work for this other wrestling company, but just, you know, seeing the potential in them. Um, So seeing a lot of those big changes between these two companies, I think are really showing the true potential that we're going to get between these two entities and between people going between these two companies over the next, you know, and, and like you mentioned with um, some of these contracts, possibly the next five years, you know, I think there's there's going to be some pretty contested um, opportunities or there's going to be some big movements happening in 2024, 20, but a lot of that groundwork was laid here in 2023.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, it's going to be very interesting. There's so much speculation right now about MJF because some people think he's already really signed with AEW a- a- and that they're going to, you know, to, you know, a word that we can't use this way anymore would swear to everybody when, when he loses at world's end and then the devil takes him out and everybody thinks how they write him out. And then a few months later, he returns to AEW a- and, and, and fights the devil. Um, who knows? Or, or maybe he's truly being legit, and we'll see him in the World Rumble. I have no idea. Um, it, it's I have no... I guess if I had to make a guess, I would say he's going to stick with AEW and has already actually re- re-signed mm-hmm. with them, and he's playing up the angle. And if so, good on him. Um, and and I'm, I'm all down with it. Um, all that... I don't find Roderick Strong's character the least bit entertaining. It's just me. Um, but who knows? It's just I just get tired of him screaming people's names. But... Oh, uh, who knows? I'm also so disappointed about where Adam Cole's at right now, so that's probably a big part of it as well.
1: <laughs> like,
0: <clears throat> so I don't like disheveled Adam Cole either. Um, but it, Pat, when I put Adam Cole on my, my Wrestling Man Crush list, Pat was like, the current Adam Cole or the Adam Cole you like? To think oh,
1: about? yeah, no. And I was no, like, it probably like is the NXT Adam Cole. I like, the Adam about. Cole. Yeah. That's dreamy Adam Cole.
0: I mean, he put Rick Rude on his list. I could have been like, the current Rick Rude? Like, no, I wouldn't have said that. I um, mean the dead one? Exactly. My dad. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's why we don't do that. But, um, <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it's just, it's just interesting. The other item that I had on my list, and and it's it's and it's an NXT one. Um, there's two NXT ones, and uh, we talked about Lola Vice already, which I think uh, she wouldn't have made the list anyway because I think she's going to be more of a 2024 item when she truly breaks out, quote unquote, to you know, pun intended. But to me, the big one for NXT for me is Trick Williams. Like what he, he he was a sideshow to Carmelo Hayes Mm -hmm. and to the point now where we almost have Carmelo being the sideshow to trick Williams. Like, yeah. And, and Melo's going to, you know, he's kind of already on his way up to the main roster with what they're doing with the United States championship tournament, but trick. And I thought like, like trick showed flashes and I even said things and wrote things and tweeted things. Like I thought trick could break out at some point. Um, but I really think they got a big star on their hands with trick Williams. Um I would hate to see it, but I wouldn't be shocked if he ended up being a bigger star than Carmelo Hayes just because mm-hmm. of size and and yeah. what he can do on the main Price, roster. Yeah. But Trick to me is 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 gonna be out is gonna be gold for this company. I really do believe like you're looking at a future WrestleMania main eventer and Trick Williams. Um give him time, he'll he'll get there. Um and and he's gonna be he's gonna and Carmelo's gonna do amazing things too, don't get me wrong. Like they could be Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And I know that's a crazy comparison to make. But a lot of people have compared Mello to, to to Shawn Michaels. But uh I think Trick is gonna be huge in, in the coming years in WWE and to me is one of the if I had to pick one breakout star of twenty twenty three, um it would either it, Trick Williams, you could put Logan Paul, but he did a lot in twenty twenty two as well. Um but Trick Williams for me is a big one. And Logan Paul winning a championship was also the other mm-hmm. item that I had.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So now that we've gone through our honorable mentions, we are going to now compile the list. So, Greg, remind our listeners, what's the rules when it comes to this portion of the list?
0: Also, shout out to Impact Wrestling rebranding as TNA.
1: That's – oh, shit. Yeah. That's, I had it on the I figured it was going to be on
0: your list. Um,
1: and at one point, I was going back and forth on that, but yes, that that's uh, my honorary impact post is yes, impact going uh, back to TNA, announcing that they're going back to TNA in 2024.
0: Yeah. So uh, shout be. out to them. I'm excited. So the way it works now is is the flip of what we did before. This is Miranda's list, so we will take turns once again. Except she will start by putting by picking what's number one, then I'll pick what's number two. We'll get all the way to number six we have our list. Now we have everything in the bucket. Now we're going to put it in order and that will finalize the 2023 big list. So take it away.
1: Well, I'm going to start off by picking your number one, because I do think that that is, you know, of course, not only timing wise, but still one of the biggest, you know, surprises that we had. If we were, you know, talking about this you know, earlier this year, we would have never thought, never thought would that have that been on the bingo card. E- even if, even if CM Punk were to have left AEW, regardless that he would have gone back to WWE, or they would have welcomed him back. But I just think that that just was so much of a surprise, and has really shook the the landscape of both companies and what's to come. That it's hard not, it's hard to deny that being number one of 2023.
0: I agree. And, and I'm sure if I didn't have it on the list, you would have, like, it's just, you know, it's just too big of a thing, too big of a thing. That's okay. Cause at number two, I'm stealing one of yours. Um, because it's just too big of a thing in the wrestling business and what it's going to be in the future. And that is WWE being sold and, and purchased by Endeavor informing TKO with the UFC. Like that is something that, like I said, we are going to see and hear about for the next 20, 25 years, at least. So that to me is, is huge. And, and I would put in at number two. So
1: we're going to go back and I'm going to steal something from your list. And that's your number two. And that is the death of Bray Wyatt. And not only the impact, but we don't, you know, deaths in in pro wrestling happen often. But when they are somewhat considered part of the active roster, that is something that, you know, only comes every so often. And the audience reaction and the reaction of the wrestling world and just the the shock and the hole that it's left um is is really monumental and really one of the the biggest kind of shocks and sadness and surprises of of 2023 but uh, you know everybody kind of remembers where they were when they heard about Eddie's passing or Owen's passing. And I feel like this is part was one of those, like most people are going to remember, especially those teens and kids that, you know, grew up on him. They're going to remember where they were when they heard this and the impact that his presence, you know, is gonna has left. And, and really we're not, we're not going to find anyone like him ever again Um, for multiple reasons, you know? And yeah. uh, I just feel like it's made such an impact in the wrestling world that um, it's hard just to deny how big this was this year.
0: No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, which leaves us with Backlash, Samantha Irvin and, and Cody Rhodes losing at WrestleMania. And um, just in, in fairness to all three of those things, like I have to continue the stealing trend and steal one from you. Um because I can't put my last one over those two. And between the two, honestly, the environment that was created by backlash in Puerto Rico is something that in a vacuum, stand alone, however you look at it. I mean, most people are calling Bad Bunny's entrance, the best entrance of the year mm-hmm. in uh, of the year, of course, you know, because edges stuff happened last year. So it makes sense. And, and just, just the, the atmosphere. I mean, they made a few mistakes like that match should have been the main event. Like that, yeah. that, the other thing should have followed that. And in all honesty, I know what they're doing at three Ripley and I know the rant they're putting together for her. I still think Zelina Vega should have beat her and had that moment for the crowd lose it right back. The very next TV show. That's fine. But giving the, the, the crowd that moment, I think is just a miss. Um, it would have been the moment. it already is the moment of her career, but it would have been even more the moment of her yeah. career. Um, and, and one of the moments of her life. I'm not going to, you know, minimize other things that have happened in her life to call that the moment of her life. But that would have been a top five moment for her in her life had that taken place, and and it still was. But uh, given the three that are left, I, I got to put backlash at number four.
1: Uh, for number five, I got to go with Cody Rhodes at losing at WrestleMania. I just feel like that moment was just so poignant in the storytelling of the show of You know, his trajectory of, you know, what we've seen so far. And um, it it was one. I mean, yeah, I think fans are still divided to this day. And I think will be, you know, but to also have those those moments and clips of seeing how disappointed Cody was. But I think, too, in the end. Once we see the full story unfold, it's going to make more sense. We're in the story right now, so it may not always make sense. Or, you know, fans are going to yeah, be, you point. know, uh, uh, less um, patient. But once the story's been told, we're going to look back at that as a, a moment. And I think both Cody and WWE know that
0: and whether it happens at 40 like most people believe whether it happens at 41 like i believe and 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 some others as well it's going to be huge it's not going to be a mm-hmm. letdown if it takes to 41 for it to happen it's still going to be huge and and it's something that will be remembered forever and and who knew when stardust left that this could this could end up being a thing who the heck knew? So do you want me to run down the six or do you want to run down the six in, in the recap?
1: You could run down the six.
0: All right. So, remember all
1: of it. You just made the list.
0: Well, I wrote it down because I wouldn't have remembered it. But congratulations to you. number one, CM Punk returning to WWE. Number two, WWE is bought by Endeavor TKO. Number three, Bray Wyatt's passing uh, unfortunate and untimely. Number four, WWE Backlash in Puerto Rico. Number five, Cody Rhodes losing. To Roman Reigns in the WrestleMania 39 main event. And number six, the uniqueness and rise of Samantha Irvin. To all of you, the, 20, the big list of 2023. You just made the list! Congratulations. Congratulations. I hate saying congratulations when one of them is a person passing away. But another one is a person losing. But yeah, congratulations. We celebrate it all. It's
1: just an honor to be nominated. And here we are. So... You know, we're interested in finding out what is your big six of 2023. So feel free to reach out to us on social media. You can find me, the uh, the Miranda Morales, or Miranda Morales at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. No Twitter, no X, no matter what you call it. I'm not on it. Uh, But you can uh, follow Greg at Greg DeMarco44 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And thechairshot.com at Cheershot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, but go ahead and tell us what is your big six of 2023 in all of pro wrestling. Make sure to, while you're at it, to go visit TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Your home for the Chair Shot Radio Network, as well as great news and articles regarding pro wrestling, entertainment, sports, pop culture, and everything in between. And, of course, also don't forget, don't forget to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The ChairShot to get your very own IZW and ChairShot t-shirts today. Of course, IZW is coming back in 2024 with Monster on February 24th. Make sure to go visit IZWWrestlingEasy.com um, and IZWWrestlingAZ uh, on social media. Yes. Get them way. tickets. It's going to be fun. Uh, and make sure to follow IZW on social media, too, for information on match announcements, talent announcements, uh, ticket discounts, uh, and much, much more. And in general, don't forget to support your local independent wrestling promotion. Share their stuff on social media. Buy their merchandise. Buy a ticket to their next show. Share a flyer. There's things that you could do that spend money, that cost money. And there's lots of things that you could do for absolutely free. But independent wrestling is the lifeblood of wrestling. And it really is such a pivotal part of being a, a wrestling fan. One of my favorite parts. So go ahead and give the gift of independent wrestling to those around you this holiday season.
0: It's amazing. I love that. Give the gift of independent wrestling. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And, yes, that does it for this week's episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show. Thank you all so much for listening. For Greg DeMarco, I am Miranda Morales. Thank you all so much for a wonderful, wonderful year. And don't forget, as always, to keep it soft style.
0: You just made the list.
1: The always use your head.